2: Welcome everyone to WCW Retro. I'm your host, Papa Papastro, the maestro of wrestling. Great to have you guys with us tonight. We're talking scariest wrestlers in history. So if you got any cool uh, uh, wrestlers that you thought was scary you'd like to talk about, call anytime to tonight's live WCW Retro podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And it uh, should be a good time tonight. I'm looking forward to dive into the, the scariest wrestlers. I'm sure we have a lot to talk about and discuss with that. Uh, also, um, with, uh, with that, I'll make a few announcements if before we take callers and talk scary wrestlers tonight. Of course, we'll cover all the wrestling news as, as it develops. But, uh, yeah. Um, well, first off, um, tomorrow night on my horror sci-fi sh- show, The Stroh Zone, at midnight Eastern standard time, on my Facebook page, facebook. dot com slash joe the maestro. Uh, the feature will be a- Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. So, looking forward to uh, diving into that with you guys for sure. That should be a good time. That's tomorrow night. This weekend, I'm going to be at the Fayetteville, North Carolina Comic Con this Saturday and Sunday at the Crown Complex in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, Looking forward to being around all the talented people and all the great fans there uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, also will be there will be Lisa Marie Verone, uh formerly Victoria, WWE, and uh, Tara, and um, TNA Impact. Also, uh, Earl Hebner is supposed to be there, I, I believe, as well. Uh, and plus a whole bunch of uh, talented people on hand for uh, the to, to Fayetteville, North Carolina uh, Comic Con. Come on, truly, Papa Stro. I have uh, photos, autographed photos, merch on sale. Uh, I'll be doing commentary for the wrestling event later on that evening. Should be a good time. So looking forward to uh, to Fayetteville, North Carolina Comic Con at the Crown Complex this weekend. Come see me. Uh, for donations, uh, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc., any amount, any of the kind if you'd like to donate. And thank you to those that have already donated. You donate to yours truly, Papa Stro. Uh, hit me up. Send it my PayPal at PayPal.me, M is a Mary, ease and Eat slash Papa That's PayPal.me slash papastro. Thank you in advance for your support. I'm taking bookings now for all kinds of stuff. Uh commentary, wrestling, uh stand up comedy, uh motivational speaking, um, uh seminars, conventions, um, uh Commercials, endorsements, uh, voiceovers. Uh, they cast me for a television and film project, uh, radio and podcast interviews, uh, charities, uh, birthday parties. Uh, I, I do a lot these days. Uh, you name it. So if you'd like to book me for any of that or something else, hit me up. strofoia yahoo.com. That's stro, stro number four Y A, strofoia, all together in no space at yahoo.com. We'll start business. And if you'd like to be a special guest on an upcoming episode of WCW Retro, Hit me up as well, uh, wwretro.yahoo.com and we'll get you some exposure on the podcast, if you will. Shout out to our Spotify and iTunes listeners. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your support. Keep on listening and much love. Love you guys so much. And of course, to all our VOCNation.com listeners as well. Uh, You guys are the best. And support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at prowrestlingtees.com slash VOCNation. Get your favorite VOCNation t-shirt today. Include one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly really Papa Strode, the Four Faces Stro. And speaking of merch, I have merch on sale. I have merch on sale. Um my my website, my official merchandise website, the slash merchandise. Uh you can click at the, my Teespring link at the top. Uh, I've got Papa Wing merch on sale currently. Voyages including including pets. Plus, uh I have um other merch as well on sale so go check it out dot com slash merchandise get your pupper wing merchandise today before it's gone uh and um also for a social media roundup uh the stro.com t-h-e-s-t-r-o.com is my official website um facebook at stro the maestro twitter at sign the stro, instagram at stro maestro Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. YouTube.com slash Stro Maestro. And I'm on Twitch also with twitch.tv slash Real Papa Stro. Uh, and the fourth Film news coming up coming up, uh, Stro uh, Sinister Cinema is, uh, I heard it's going to make its premiere then this month of October. So uh, I'll peer you guys in once I get the details. But be looking out for Stro Sinister Cinema. Real soon. And check us out on uh, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Stroh Sinister Cinema. And for Stroh Sinister Cinema, it's three S's. Each letter, each word starts with the letter S. So it's Stroh Sinister Cinema. Add that to Facebook.com to check out the, the latest on Stroh Sinister Cinema. Upcoming premiere. Really excited to see. see it's kind of like, uh, guys, uh, Elvira, Tales from the Crypt type, you know, horror, uh, comedy, sci fi. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoy just as much as we enjoyed filming it uh, also got Spy Series coming out um really soon uh november uh hybrid will be out soon uh which uh looking forward to everybody check it out it's gonna make it's uh premiere at the Ashland theater in Ashland Virginia i believe uh at the end of november well mid november what was Somewhere time, in remember, I'll give you guys uh, more information once I get everything clear. But uh, hybrids coming out soon, Just to be looking out for that. I got other film projects too: a hundred, the last line, a horror short will be out soon that I'm in, uh, and some other projects I'm working on. So uh, I'll keep you guys informed. But uh, with that, uh, we're gonna uh, take a commercial break, pause for the calls, and we come back. We'll talk scariest wrestlers and much more here on WCW Retro, man. So uh yeah, looking forward to uh talking scariest wrestles with you guys. should be a lot of fun. But uh, but yeah, um like I say if you got any uh cool uh, uh memories of any scary wrestles your type. Call anytime to tonight's live podcast at nine one four three three eight one eight eight five. Once again, that's 914-338-1885. So looking forward to that. Um, I'm trying to get the commercials lined up for you guys. Uh, to pause the calls here real quick. Let me uh, see if, how I'm doing here. All right, hang on one second. I'm, I'm mobile as we speak, so doing the mobile thing is kind of it's kind of tough at times. But just <laughs> stick with me here.
3: Hang on a second. Yeah,
2: right. hang on one second. Hang on one second here guys. I had some tech issues, but we'll we'll get it all straightened out. But uh, while we're waiting, uh, once again, guys if, you guys, if you guys want to call in, call in any time, 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. So hang on a second. Hang on. We'll get to you in a minute. Right. Give me a second here. Tis the season. It's uh, getting to be Halloween time. It'll be here before you know it. I hope you guys are doing well with that. Hang on one second. to it here, right, and
3: let's see,
0: all right,
2: okay, all right, so with that, Uh, We'll take a commercial break, and when we come back, we'll have more here on uh, WCLE Retro. So stick with us, guys.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDSE. Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex you listening the... Hey, this is a Total Package. It's Lex Lugia. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With CT McManus, The Lovely D, and new co host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for.
2: Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie
3: Fist, Matt Grimm.
0: And you know later there, too, right, Way? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. What? I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then I got Uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. (laughs) Yes, you
3: guys are busting
0: me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOCNation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app.
3: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, nine Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry of the nasty boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs. Yeah, you get
0: to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you.
3: The worldwide leader in entertainment.
2: This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCB Retro, guys, and tonight's topic is scariest wrestlers. Um... And like I, said, uh, I mentioned earlier, the podcast, anytime you guys want to call on anytime during tonight's live WCB Retro podcast, you can do so at 914 338 1885. Once you connect numbers, 914 338 1885. So let's dive into it, shall we? Scariest wrestlers, man. I tell you, one that comes to mind uh, years back I was I've been, obviously Bruiser Brody, uh, uh, a big, tough son of a gun, uh, and one of the most intimidating guys. That you could ever meet in person, uh, and it, and what an incredible athlete for a big man, uh, just is uh, amazing. But uh, definitely fits the bill as far as scary as wrestlers go for sure. Um, I remember when I first met him. I, um, I I used to have a thing for pirates, right? I used to love pirates, and uh, Bruce Brody reminded me of the pirate Blackbeard that I would read about in history class, you know, with the long dark beard. And, and he would intimidate uh the other ships by putting candles in his beard light it, light it up in the night and uh it, it was uh, pretty pretty wild stuff but uh when i met brody i i would call him uh hey, what's up blackbeard? you know what i mean and uh he would get a kick out of it right You know, it was really cool how'd call him blackbeard you know it was really, but uh I, I, him and stan hansen were were like uh, one of my first favorite teams. Tag teams for sure. And those guys are just oh god, amazing. But uh yeah, Bruce Brody at top of the list, man, uh for sure. Uh let's see who else oh Joe LeDuc, man. I mean remember Joe LeDuc, uh years ago, man. I mean one of the biggest, strongest, scariest individuals from from up north you could possibly meet. Uh I remember um he had did the whole thing where he would like uh do the tug of war bit where he was would, would like by himself against a bunch of people, right? And you know, and, and he would just put the rope around himself and just <laughs> and just toss bodies like salad. I I, I remember um, the bit he did with uh, Jerry King Lawler, the video footage rather, where he he would he press slammed Lawler and and threw him out of the ring on top of a table, and but he threw Lawler with such velocity that when he went to the outside, Uh, he only cut, he overshot the table almost and uh, hurt his leg, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. But uh, big, strong, powerful man. Um, I had the privilege of meeting him at the Legend show in in, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, he was uh, such a nice, really nice guy. But I mean, even in his older age, I mean, he was still big and intimidating, scary looking, you know. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Big Joe to do it, man. One, one definitely my scary wrestlers list for sure. Um, Abdul the Butcher, yeah, you, you gotta put Abdul the Butcher in the mix. I mean, that that's another guy there that's uh, real intimidating, and, and for sure, I mean, he has the fork. He comes in like a wild man, the wild man from Sudan. They said Abdul the Butcher, man. And, um, I know he had the House of Ripster, and I think near Atlanta for for a while. It was really good. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, another big guy that has a soft voice, basically, uh, for sure. And he, I, I remember him say, <laughs> him uh, helping me out uh, during those crowds in Puerto Rico when they would just go crazy over the villains, right? And uh, it, it kind of threw me off because I, I was more afraid of the the, the crowd than the guy the guys I was in the ring with. I, you know, I mean <laughs> that they, they were crazy. But uh Ab- Abdullah helped me out on that and I'm I'll, I'll never forget it and yeah, you know, we have we got to be friends and uh yeah, gave me some great advice earlier on for sure. Um but uh what a career he's had uh, over the years. Uh uh and uh I guess uh, the original Sheik years ago, you had to put him up in the mix. It's scary, intimidating uh villain of yesteryear, man. I mean I mean he he got heat wherever he went. Uh and, and, and think about the sheet. He didn't need a championship to be on top or anything. He was just like the top draw. I mean, people, he was one of those guys, people love to hate. Uh, that was the Sheik man. And, uh, and, and that guy got heat like no other. I mean, what a villain. Uh, one of my inspirations actually in the wrestling business, um, as per se, you know, when, when it came time for me to betray a villain, in the wrestling business a, a great heel if you will. Uh the Sheikh was like one of my inspirations, hands down. Uh, amazing heel, amazing villain for sure. Um and this oh they, this is oh yeah who who can forget the great kabuki. Oh man, what an intimidating individual that was. Uh uh managed by Gary Hart at the time, uh which was uh what a combination and, and Gary Hart was a great spokesperson Great advocate, if you will, for uh, the Great Kabuki. Uh, intimidating, mysterious, uh, and, and had the mist. Uh, you never know where uh, Kabuki was come, how he would come at you, or when he would come at you. But I mean, it was just so dark and intimidating. And then it, it, it was kind of ironic years later that uh, Gary Hart would manage uh, an, another wrestler the pattern after the Great Kabuki, the Great Muda was also a very uh, intimidating individual, and, and very athletic, too, as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I I, <laughs> I used to uh, try to get my sister to say the great Kabuki because she had the high-pitched voice, and it, it, it just sounded so <laughs> so wild. And great Kabuki, right? And uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Kabuki, man, one, that's one of the the of scariest wrestlers ever. Oh, gosh. Uh, Ox Baker, man. You know, the Ox Baker, uh very charismatic individual, very nice guy, but you look at him you're like, Oh my God. I mean, intimidation personified and big bur- burlesque man, uh intimidating uh to the hilt when you first meet him. Um and uh that look that he had, I mean, it got him in the movies too, uh Memory Escape from New York and uh, a few other films that he was in. He, uh and he was just uh, It's just as intimidating on film He was in the ring But uh, definitely Oxbecker In the top Scariest wrestler list for sure uh, Let's see uh, Who else can we put in there Oh, Kamala, the Ugandan giant You're talking a, a big intimidating man Yeah uh, that, that that guy I mean, I mean so unorthodox too you, you never know what your Omaga was going to do but you talking about another guy that was also very charismatic. He was a great singer, and a very probably one of the nicest people you ever want to meet, <laughs> But to look at him, it's like, oh my gosh, look at this guy. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely imposing force in the ring. Very, uh, very scary looking, very intimidating looking, and you just didn't know what Kamaka was up to at the time. And I mean, he's been in the ring with the best over the years, so from Hulk Hogan Magnum TA, to Magnum T A to. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler, uh, he, he's, he's been with the best of the best. So, yeah, you definitely have to put him up there for sure. Um, I have be missed to say that uh, Haku, King Haku slash Ming, to be one of the, if not scariest and toughest individuals ever in the wrestling business. Oh, my gosh. This guy, uh, big, grizzly, big grizzly bear man and, and could take you out if, any which way he wanted to. Uh, and another nice guy. I mean, he's a tremendous, tremendous nice guy. Uh, big teddy bear of a guy. But And, and don't even know his own strength. Just know how strong he really is. But he's incredibly strong and very intimidating. And I know uh, all my friends and brothers with him, but uh, I've, I've actually played basketball with him, a barbarian. And trust me, brother, I took more bro- bumps on the court than ever did in the ring with him. They were like... Uh, Roughing me up pretty good in the court, but uh, I hung with, I hung out, and I, you know, I, I took one for the team, if you will. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was an interesting game, no doubt. And nobody in the company would play with me because they knew I was playing barbarian, barbarian and uh, haku. So that's another funny story in itself. But but uh, yeah, yeah, haku man, one, one of the greatest of all time, one of the toughest men of all time. If you want anybody on your side in the fight. Haku and William Regal would be the two guys you would want on your team. Trust me. <laughs> We've got a caller here. Uh, welcome back, Professor Steve. How are you doing? Um, how's it going?
1: I'm doing all right. I'm at work, but we're calling briefly. Mention a cool.
2: Yeah. I, I figure you would enjoy this topic tonight, scariest wrestlers. <laughs> I'm sure you got a few you would like to throw in the mix.
1: I don't know if they're the scariest, but um, I wanted to mention uh, Leatherface or Super Leather, Super Leatherface, uh, Corporal Cursor. Yeah. In Japan. Right. Yeah, he right. worked. He worked uh,
2: FMW, IWA, mm-hmm. and Wing. I believe. It was yeah, I, I remember. And, I remember Tracy Smothers telling me he he did some stuff with him for FMW.
1: And um, I even found a, on YouTube. There was like a a one show independent card, and uh, Raven versus Super Leather was on that card. I was like, "Wow!"
2: Yep. I well, wow! I bet that was good. Man. Yeah, for a I'd love to see that hardcore match for sure. Yeah. Um, right. Speaking of Raven, he just uh, conducted in the uh, Hall of Fame for his right. impact.
1: I saw the end of his uh, speech and I'll have to go back and watch the whole segment, but, um,
2: oh, that was yeah, great. I thought it was, <laughs> I, I thought
1: it was a great finish.
2: Oh yeah. He, he had the, one of the most entertaining, uh, you know, segments I've seen of any hall of fame, honestly. Oh, for sure. But
1: the only thing I can compare it to is McCroley doing the elbow job to Chris Jericho.
2: Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was really good. Hmm. Mm. Speaking of uh, scary, uh, look, I mean, Mick, you just mentioned Mick Foley. Oh, Mankind! Man, mm-hmm. what a run Mankind had!
1: Yeah, I loved his vignettes Talk about, when he had the uh huh when he had the brown tire and he was in the dark rooms with the rat, George the rat. Yeah, that's great. Oh man, his promos
2: were awesome. It was on a whole new level with Mankind.
1: And uh, the interview with Jim Ross, I think it's one of the best wrestling interviews
2: done. Oh, oh wasn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about eating worms? <laughs> eating worms and quoting
1: Shakespeare, like, just was a roller coaster.
2: Yeah, God, that, that was really, probably, yeah, I would have to agree. That's probably one of the best segments. I've seen even with Jim Ross was Mick Foley. That was amazing.
1: And uh, you even had Paul Bear as his manager at one point. And Paul Bear, he used to wrestle too, I believe, as the Embalmer. So that, that was pretty neat. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it, 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 that's really cool. That a lot of your great managers at one time were pretty good wrestlers. At one point. Right. Uh, that's, that's really cool. I, I know I mentioned, uh, I mentioned Haku earlier. Uh, <laughs> oh, definitely an sure. intimidating presence. Right? Um mentioned the Kabuki and the Great Muda. Which were yeah, intimidating. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I, I heard I saw a Kabuki on a New Japan pre-show Battle Royale and Steve Karina was doing commentary and he mentioned how he was screwing <laughs> them growing up.
2: Oh yeah, as a young fan. Oh. Uh, and, and I mentioned uh, Abdul the Butcher. It's another one, big, big scary guy.
1: Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> very fun seeing him in uh, North Carolina in 2015. Uh, he was mm-hmm. posing picks, but he was poking us with the fork during the pick. I, <laughs> I was too much of a, a fan to get scared off, but. I'm sure he would have uh, had no issue digging in.
2: Oh man. Um And, and he's right up there with his um, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. The oh, ropes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he
1: had a mystique about them and then um Stan Hansen kinda of similar when he'd come out and he would just swing the rope around. And
2: the fans just got oh, yeah I, I remember at Superclash, uh the AWA show they did and when Stan Hansen, I think he was getting ready to wrestle Rick Martel, who was the champ at the time. And uh right right before he even got in the ring, uh he got into it with the timekeeper, start beating him with his <laughs> cowbell. <laughs> with his bull rope. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, speaking of
1: speaking of Hansen, I gotta mention uh Bruiser Brody, his Lex Luger, running out of the cage, not knowing what to oh, do that with was the, tremendous. Brody.
2: Oh, that was great. Uh, <laughs> well, join me, Mr. Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, how you doing, brother? How you doing, Professor Maestro? Awesome, man. Doing great. I'm, I'm here with uh, Steve, and we're talking scariest wrestlers. Oh, and, man, how you, so,
0: you doing? How you doing, I'm, Steve? How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. Very so good. That's great, great, great to hear. What, what, what's the topic tonight? Scariest wrestlers. Oh man, wrestlers that I can scare your pants off. off. <laughs> I can, I can tell you, I can definitely tell you one. Uh, probably somebody's and Steve Logan. How, how about Abdullah okay. the Butcher? Abdullah the Butcher.
2: Yeah, yeah, we just mentioned him earlier.
0: Yeah, he, he's a
2: that,
0: man. What a big, intimidating guy he was, or still is. That guy was. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was intimidated. Oh my god. I can I mean I can only imagine, I mean I mean I'm just trying to imagine myself in a ring with him. I would be terrified. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he was on yeah, Steve, he was Steve got
2: up up and close with him with a fork.
0: Are you <laughs> <serious>? <laughs> he
1: forked me. Yeah,
0: he For he real? Was,
1: he was forking yeah, we when we uh posed pictures of him, he would fork us. I'm like I'm glad he didn't cut me, but
0: I, I
2: felt it. Wow. <laughs> wow. It wow. That's, got, that's what I call remember it. that match? Yeah, remember that match in Hollywood Havoc when he got electrocuted on the chair? Right. <laughs> the cactus, uh the uh yeah. cage match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They actually had a actually had an electric chair in the in the cage match and they put Abdul in in it. In it. <laughs> yeah. That's insane! Oh my god!
0: Yeah, it is. Oh my god! You know, I'm gonna tell you some. uh, I can tell you. I'm gonna throw another name out there. Um, I'm gonna tell you um, some people that really look scary. Uh, Do you remember (laughs) uh, Aces and Eight, Aces and Eight, in TNA wrestling?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They were scary. Those masks they had on, they looked really
2: scary. Aces and eights, yeah.
0: Yeah, now, Aces and Gallo, Gallo, right? Right?
2: Yeah, yeah, Aces yeah, and eight. Like, yeah, oh is an right? Yeah, Aces and A. Yeah, look now with like the O C now with AJ Styles and uh Carl Anderson. Yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're big the, intimidating
0: they, guys. They were right. intimidated 'cause I know because I know I saw an episode, I know I saw an episode in TNA where they had grabbed, they had Hogan like in some kind of enclosed location. And yeah. that was like that was I don't remember that, but that was something at Hogan mean. Um, that right. was something. I, what, they looked. at yeah, Wasn't Bully Ray,
2: um, Bully Ray with them too, at one point.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah,
2: he was. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was
0: with them. That, yeah, that, he was mm-hmm. with them. Aces and Nate. That was. That was man. I'm right. they was. They looked at very intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a group that was.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. That was, oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good one. Aces and eights.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they was man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I well, I, I'd be remiss to say uh, we have to put uh, the Dungeon of Doom in the mix with scariest wrestlers that that, with, that Kevin Sullivan had. Oh, definitely, yeah, no question. You know, Dungeon of Doom. Mhm. Yeah, Kevin
1: and Prince Ikea Yeah. The
2: King Cur- King you know. Curtis, I mean, sorry Oh yeah, King Curtis. <laughs> what a Ooh. scary individual that was. And, and, you, mm-hmm. and he had a, well, they called him the shark, but he was formerly Earthquake. You know, he's a big, intimidating guy. He was in the mix yeah, for legit, a while. Yeah, legit, legit show, similar wrestler. Oh, yeah. That Stevie Ray from Harlem, Heat. he can tell you some stories, some cool stories about wow. uh John Tenta. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow.
1: Bret Hart, yeah. Hart said John, John Tenta is one of the toughest guys
0: he ever Steven. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh. I uh, can, I mean, you know what? I
2: yeah, got yeah. oh, No, go God. ahead. Go to
0: Hollywood. Yeah, I can tell you. I, I can't. I'm going to tell you something I, who I thought looked very intimidating. Sting. Mm-hmm. When they changed into the black and white, he had the white face with the little black streaks in, him in his face. To me, oh, yeah. Sting looked very intimidating because he had the white face. He had the long trench coat and the baseball bat. I'm going to tell you, he looked... I, looked I, I went back on YouTube and... I looked at some of the old man when he was, when he was coming in and and Steve and, and myself, I can tell you, he looked so intimidating. He really did. I mean, cause he oh, didn't yeah. show, in, he did, he didn't show like, you know, the oldest thing with the blonde hair, you know, he was, I mean, he, he was screaming and all that stuff, but with this news thing, yeah. with the white face, with the black streaks, he showed no emotion. Right. I mean, he played that, he played the, the news thing. He played that news thing. He played that character to the T, because he looked intimidating. He didn't show any emotion at all.
2: Right. Yeah, that, uh, this added to the mystique, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, along those lines, you know, I'm, I'm, I was really surprised that during... That was the time during The Crow was riding on a mm-hmm. success in, in the film world. I was really mm-hmm. surprised they didn't get Sting to be in those like uh, Crow sequels.
0: They should you know, have. They them. really should have, because yeah. they... They should have done it.
2: That was a no-brainer. Because he, it's like it, it was channeling, channeling Brandon Lee's spirit as the crow and, and doing the whole thing. That it was amazing.
0: It was. I mean, it was like it was the, like it was like. I mean, it, it was just incredible. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, it really was. I mean, cause...
1: they should have got James O'Barr to uh, do a crossover comic or like uh, have him come up with the story besides the NWO angle, because the finish of the angle kind of mixed reaction, but um, for sure, at that mm-hmm. time, Sting was very hot and mystique.
2: God, wouldn't that have been great, though, if if you could have partaked in some of the, the Crow sequels? Yeah, that would, I mean, be a, that would have been
0: amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're not as favored as the original, but it would have uh, been good, uh, cross promotion there
2: for sure. Mhm. Yeah. And speaking of things, what about a, one of his biggest rivals? as one of the scariest wrestlers ever, Big Van Vader? <laughs> oh yeah, you're <laughs> right. <For sure. laughs> you're absolutely right. What you're a scary right. dude that
1: was.
0: He, yeah, he was he, scary but, too.
1: He inside <laughs> a riot when he beat Anoki in like, you no know, less than five minutes. It was like three minutes, I think. And Okie was unbeaten at that time.
2: Wow! Uh, amazing. You remember that time he he uh he was in that press conference with the reporter overseas the Undertaker, and he yeah and uh, yeah and he and he grabbed the reporter right, (laughs) and the reporter's (laughs) (laughs) eyes got big as saucers, and and the whole time Undertaker's just sitting there, not saying a word. He's just like watching. Wow.
0: Wow, yeah, 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 he's another one. you're right, he's another one, yeah, undertaker, oh yeah you're right, because, I mean, I know when he first when undertaker first came on the scene, he looked intimidating, he had Paul Bearer, right he had he had that that base in his hand, whatever the yeah whatever the what would you call it, and I mean like even like the undertaker, he looked very intimidating, you know you know the thing that was really crazy about the undertaker when he would go on the top, he would walk the top rope, you mean
2: and jump off, yeah, you mean, and he. Hit his opponent. Oh yeah, that was very for intimidating. Yeah, for a guy his size, that had amazing I know. Uh, you know balance. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, who, who I think could- um, the only the only one I can
1: compare to, to that is Lance Archer doing that rope walk, and I know
2: spoilers.
1: Right. Don, Don Jardine did. But, Don
2: Jardine, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But um, uh, also speaking of Undertaker, he was like legit locker room leader. I think. If I had to compare anybody to Andre, it had to be Undertaker because just big and and also just being locker room, like nobody, you know, like he, he was kind of like the boss, the judge, you know, the whole wrestling court stuff.
2: Just right,
0: just no,
1: the like, locker room legacy of Andre, I think. I know, mean, even similar
3: even before show. he
2: was the Undertaker, when he was Mean Mark Callis Calloway, I mean, he was. just, this- or and, and Big Red back in the day um, he, he was mm-hmm. still a big intimidating intimidating guy wow. you could tell he was a yeah, big thing Master Pain, yeah, yeah wow. that's like I saw some old footage of him and um, the Godfather doing some stuff back before he was the Godfather doing yeah, some it's stuff it's back in Memphis, Memphis. That Memphis
1: it's neat seeing that Memphis stuff because before he was Godfather he was soul taker kind of similar right. to
2: where Undertaker became. So so they go way wow. back. Wow, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. But but Undertaker, man, he I you know he Undertaker's a lot like um a lot of a lot of the greats in the business. He he uh he was actually a, a former good uh like ball player, like baseball player. He was? I didn't know that. Yeah. He was a very good ball player, very athletic uh just like Dusty. I know Ray, he was doing uh, European was basketball. Player. European, right, yep. Yeah. And also, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage was a good ball player as oh, well. I didn't know that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So it's it's cool that a lot of you greats in the business used to be good ball players, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. That's crazy.
0: I'm going to tell you yeah. all, like, my and Steve, all, I'm going to tell you something I thought was intimidating, the road war, especially, like, the thing that really got me oh, about the road it. war is you mean when they turned yes. like when they turned bad, remember that? Yeah. When they turn when they turned bad, they were intimidating.
3: Oh I yeah. I mean I was like
0: I was like I was like when they went when they turned to the villains, I was like,
2: dang <laughs> Oh yeah. Right. I mean you to hear the reason I too. Yeah, what <laughs> that was. What's that? When when they turned on Dusty. Oh, I and know, I think, right? I think, and I think he just turned on Sting before that, and they had the big, big yeah. Star arcade match with uh, Sting and Dusty against the Road Warriors. Yeah, I was that was fan.
0: crazy. And then, you know, it was also right. you know on the Road Warriors, you know, took on uh, you know was on Road Warriors also took on no on Lex Luger and Sting took on remember on Sting and Lex Luger took on mm-hmm. the Road Warriors in the match. I remember, I remember that right. match. That match was something. Oh yeah, that was cra- That was freaking crazy, man. That was crazy. I didn't, I, I didn't see that one in the cars. Road warriors turn the road. I mean, they were like, they I were know. like vicious.
2: One of my first times actually seeing footage of the road warriors years ago
0: mm-hmm.
2: was uh, when they were wrestling uh, Austin Idol and Jerry Lawler, right? Wow. And Lawler, Lawler had picked up Hawk for a pile driver, right? And what? Hawk just gets back up, gets gets right back up and looks at. Lawler and starts flexing, sticking his tongue out and everything, and I was like,
3: "Whoa!
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was crazy." Man. But, but, but yeah, yeah. The, right, the Red Warriors were one of the most intimidating teams of all time, man. They were. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were. I, they really got me
0: when they turned bad. That was. Yeah.
2: Uh, um, I, 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 get it, a, I get a, a snack a, on danger. Died on just. I <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, what if.
1: Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. What if Undertaker, if he was not in WWE, if he was in WWE still, do you think. Hmm. Hmm.
2: Steve? Yeah. was What was that again? Sorry.
1: Uh, I was saying that do you think Undertaker would have
2: joined Dungeon of Doom had he stayed with WCW? That's a possibility. That's a possibility. He might have. I I have a weird feeling that if he didn't, he wasn't going to be an Undertaker in WWE, he would have done something similar eventually in WCW. I think
1: it worked out for him in the end leaving, but uh, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Also, I'm kind of maybe I don't know what time Missing Link might have retired, but I think missing, missing Link would have been a good fit for. I think he would have been good for Dungeon
2: too,
0: had he been working in the so Missing Link.
2: Yeah, you remember? Oh yeah, I'm, missing, in him. Remember yeah, I'm in him. Yeah, I'm him. Yeah, he's the headbutt everything in sight. Remember? Yeah, I remember. He was like a junkyard I'm dog. In fact, he wrestled junkyard dog a few times, and it was it cool because it? it was like the battle of the headbutts because he's fucking oh, like the headbutt <laughs>
0: that was crazy. Tons of tons of headaches.
2: Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. I'm I'm really surprised that he didn't do no more in WWE than he did because you would think a guy like him would would have been a success. WWE, true. Missing link. He's right, the missing link. I remember him.
1: The only one I can yeah. compare to him is George Daniel Seal.
2: Oh, I right. forgot about him. Yeah. He was another one. He's the one that would rip the turnbuckles up with his mouth, right? You eat the turnbuckles. I remember there. that. You yeah, That's definitely intimidating. Yeah. Matter of fact, he was involved in one of the biggest matches in WrestleMania, uh, the Intercontinental match with Savage and Steamboat. WrestleMania three, yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And and you know, he, was like, um, he was a <laughs> teacher. He was. He, he was a teacher, actually, uh, but you would wow. never know what to look at. I mean, this wild, this wild man in the ring, but never, no one would believe that he'd be a teacher, like outside the ring. But yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy.
1: I think I, I think heard. Glenn Jacobs. I think I think Glenn Jacobs was in the same. I think he had like an English degree, but we just know him as Kane and
2: Doctor Yankel. Will... Okay, man, that's another guy. With or without the mask, yeah, oh, he, scary
0: looking. Oh yeah, Kane. Oh <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah, Kane. Can't forget about Kane. He,
1: uh,
0: he he and
1: he and Undertaker were my favorites. Getting yeah. kind of getting into the movie. and then um, oh uh, when he unmasked, for some people it lost him the seat, but I think some of his best work was when he first unmasked when he was terrorizing the McMahon family. And
3: he, <laughs> no. Oh yeah.
1: He, he, <laughs> they they legit made him a monster when he took the mask off. They did. And
3: you're when right. He came,
1: when he came out with the chains during his entrance, and Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. was like, had to wait for his demise. Basically, that was like peak C- uh, Kane. I think when he when he was coming out <laughs> with the security guards like Goldberg, when he was chained up. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: his face, and the
1: towel on his head.
0: Oh yeah, that face. His. It was.
1: It was. His it was face. like the perfect comment. His, his entrance was it it was like it was like a mix of gold work and pads because he had the tile on his head and he had the security guard towel. Yeah, oh, that was I great. Would, I
0: would definitely I would I would definitely say so, yeah. Definitely. Remember
2: when he set Jim Ross on fire that one time?
0: <laughs> <The segment>. What?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think Jim Ross
1: Jim Ross the Landstorm hated it, but I liked it. It like oh my that God. was like was <laughs> That was nuts. It was definitely like, uh I think it was I think it was the closest they got to that mankind interview it was like was that. But um and then the way Jim Ross like um he I think this was after that segment. Uh mm-hmm. just the way Jim just the way Jim Ross would, would hate on certain wrestlers like Triple H or Kane. And like mm-hmm. when Kane was having that entrance uh, when he was unmasked and like he was coming out to face off with Eric Bischoff, like just the way Jim Ross sold it on commentary, how, how much he hated <laughs> Kane, like so he wanted to get run over by a truck. It was just great.
3: Wow, <laughs> <That> i <is insane. laughs>
2: and, 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 and you got the and then you had the Undertaker and Kane together as a team. I mean, how how scary is that?
0: That was really scary. <laughs> The brothers were oh, really scary. Wow, that was really scary. Yeah, that was scary.
2: Wow. <laughs> you imagine the team waiting in the ring for those two guys? I know, right? <laughs> I, know, right?
0: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's crazy.
1: You know, um, Yo, Kane. Kane, Kane told a funny story about how he potatoed Ken Shamrock. I mean, he went uh-huh. to go apologize to Ken. He went to go apologize to Ken Shamrock about it, and Ken Shamrock didn't even know he got potatoes. And like, Ken was like, <laughs> uh, wow. about to get hot that Shamrock
2: didn't even know that he got
1: potatoes.
2: Hmm. Damn. Damn. That's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, well, Shamrock's a tough guy, so I mean, he you would, would have to be. You would have to lay it in really hard to <laughs> for him to say the shit potatoes. Sh-
1: Shamrock, Shamrock, and Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman, I've heard he has a reputation for intimidating other wrestlers
2: if they mess with him. Mhm. Oh yeah, yeah, Did, yeah. Their work legit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, Blackman still teaches martial arts. I think. He does. Someone told me. Yeah, yeah, I think he was. I think he was promoting barehead, bare knuckle fighting, but
1: also.
0: Wouldn't surprise Teachers in the name. Yeah, man, that's that's, that's crazy. Uh-huh. Crazy. <laughs> good. Uh, good stuff, man. I mentioned an intimidating moment on uh, Steve, um, Maestro. Um, uh-huh. Uh An intimidating moment. I remember. I, I remember when, um, yeah, Kurt Angle was wrestling Triple H, right? And, right. Um, Triple H, so they um but it was Triple H. Triple H was getting ready, um. I guess slam Kurt Angle on the table. you I mean, and Kurt Angle he reversed yeah. it. you I mean, he reversed it yeah. and crushed Triple You I mean, at that point of the match, I remember at that point in the match, to me, Kurt Angle looked very intimidating. I mean, because I mean, I mean, Triple H to me, he was done. I don't, I don't right. remember I remember that match or not because you know he because I you know, suppose the angle hit. Uh, earlier, I mean, earlier, because he was kissing his wife, Stephanie, man, and I get all that, but, you know, but he, hit, he hit Kurt Angle with a sledgehammer, right? Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle? Y'all remember that?
3: Yeah.
2: And that yeah. match, I mean, like, I don't yeah, know if he's that was through the- towards the end of his run, but do you remember that time right before he left WWE where he was just annihilating people? Kurt Angle? Was- <laughs> Yeah, I'm and, sure. and, and it turned out he would tell later on that he was going through some personal stuff or whatever where he he was just uh just uh you know he he said he would' have never made it if he had a hadn't a left because right? he he needed to slow down because he was going through some stuff at the time, but man oh. that, towards the end of that run man you know he was just just annihilating people i mean just just. I mean, his matches didn't go that long because he was just
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: good lord. But I remember, like I said, I remember when he reversed it. I mean, he reversed on Triple H and took him through that put him took him through that table. I mean, it was like standing in line, side of the ring, the ring. Oh, yeah. crushed him, crushed him. Right. I was like, Dang. oh yeah, <laughs> nuts.
2: Yeah, it was nuts. You man. know, who, I mean,
1: you know who's uh, intimidating and, and nuts? Bob Backlund
2: especially 90s. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, he's another
0: he's one. Crazy. He's another one. Yeah. I definitely remember oh, him. Oh, man.
2: He it's was chicken from, winging everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: like, even Arnold Skolan wasn't safe from him. Yeah.
2: He took that yeah, one dude. reporter guy and just, like, tossed him, like, salad with that chicken wing. I mean, he was – all you could see his legs and arms flapping all around. Oh, my God. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's
1: he was talking about he was talking about feeling like God when he was like just won the WWE title, like just <laughs> insane promos and <laughs> oh like um, oh no, man, I would have I would have loved to see him versus Kurt Angle. Oh, that would have been great. something. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah,
0: that would have been amazing. That, that would have been something. That would been something. Yeah, um, oh man. I can't forget about Sid. Sid, it, Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious.
2: Oh, Sid. Oh, man. You know the, Sid
0: Vicious. You know, the thing about him, when he on um, the thing I, I to love, he, to me, he looked very intimidating. He said, he said the ruler of the world. <laughs> and he would, yeah. he would have this look. You know I mean, he would have this look when he was it, looking into the camera.
2: Oh, yeah. Big oh, scary shit. dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sid you know, Vicious. He, he, well, he, he had a really good run. Uh... With me, mean, feuded with Shawn Michaels for the WWE title. You remember that? Mm-hmm. He, where they had their feud going? That was, was really good. That's probably my mm-hmm. I'll go ahead.
1: He was getting more popular than Shawn Michaels was. They're getting bigger reactions.
0: Yeah. 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 Definitely.
2: And and uh, another scary team was him and Vader when they were teaming together. God. Oh my <laughs>
0: God! That was a that was a, oh that was a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that, no was, that was something. <laughs> and there, yeah, and that they was both something. did
2: power bombs as finishers. <laughs> well, I, I know, right? I know, right? <gasps> oh, could you imagine Sid Vicious in his prime in Wardlow today from AEW going at it? Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. In, okay. And like a power yeah, bomb? That would match? Be interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That'd be tremendous. Yeah, that, yeah, that would have been. No doubt about it. That's, that's what oh, Wardlow know. kind of reminds reminds me. You know, he's kind of a throwback. You know, from those the like the Sids and the Vaders, but you know, yeah, of course, just, a lot younger. Oh,
0: uh, you said a warlord. Right. Yeah,
2: definitely. Mm-hmm. Wardlow, yeah, Wardlow from AW. Now, oh, you know, okay. he does all those power bombs. He does the power bomb Symphony as his finisher, where he just power bombs guys over and over again. Well, wow. <laughs> right. Totally insane. Yeah, he's, a, he's another big guy too. Big intimidated guy. Wardo is. If there was um a good if there was ever
1: a crossover or some if there were ever Wardlow ever was in WWE, I think Wardlow versus uh, Brock Lesnar would be a good match. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Brock. Was, Brock kinda like was yeah. kinda like a. The villain Wardlow, when he started, he was powerbombing the Hardy Boys
2: and just causing that. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. There's another big, intimidating, scary-looking guy, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> First yeah. guy to be yeah the
1: B. A. Street too. Yeah, so.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. He, yeah, he was. <laughs> oh gosh.
2: And, uh, you know, I, I would have, you know. I would. You would have to put like, uh, you know, Jake the Snake. Oh, he's another snake. Mix. Oh, you got to, yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Because you
2: know when he when he was the heel, when he was the villain years back. I mean, uh, in the WWE, man, wow. I mean, you talking about intimidating?
0: Yeah, he was intimidating. Yeah, he was. He really was. <laughs> yeah, he was intimidating. Remember when yeah, he locked
2: was, Ultimate Warrior that, that that room full of snakes? Oh my god! Oh, I can't remember. And uh, no, he, no, I'm not, the last thing he told Ultimate Warrior: "Never trust a snake." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I oh, don't.
0: Man. I don't trust them either. I don't trust
2: those snakes. I do not like
0: snakes. And, <laughs> and
2: look what look look what we did, we did with Savage and the snake biting him and everything.
0: Oh my god! That's crazy. Yeah, he's another, sav- another one was intimidating.
2: Sav- for Savage to take that, I man, Savage had no fear. <laughs> had no I'm fear. convinced. I'm convinced. Man. Oh, man. Was, um,
0: I'm terrified of <laughs> snakes. I'm terrified
2: of right. snakes. Oh, yeah. and, and the thing was, what? so was Jake. <laughs> and No one knew it. But... <laughs>
0: what? Wow. Oh, yeah. You played... Mm-hmm.
2: The good. They, said, the good, I... they said, you know, they they would give him different snakes to use wherever he'd go, right?
0: Uh-huh.
2: And I remember one time, was, Jake told this story, right? And one time, there was this big crate that came in the back, right, with a forklift, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Jake uh, asked Vince, what is
3: this? <laughs> <"Got laughs> That's your snake
2: for the night, right? And they opened up that thing that... that that snake was so big, Jay couldn't even what? walk. <laughs> he
3: couldn't wow. even carry this snake.
2: <laughs> so they had, to, they had to go with something else last minute because that snake was just too darn big, man. It was like this big oh anaconda God. looking. Yeah. That's crazy. Ted that
0: is crazy, right? <laughs> I, oh, I quit. At Vince, I quit. I, I, I quit.
2: I can't even imagine. <laughs> No. <laughs> nah. no. No. That's hilarious. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, that, man, some really cool names tonight. Anybody, anybody else you can think of we haven't covered yet? Oh, I'm, uh, I Minoru's got one. I got i
0: So
2: go ahead. Oh, go ahead.
0: Benor Suzuki. Suzuki, yeah. It
2: says Norah Suzuki, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, he was one. That's yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Don Carlos. He was scared of them on commentary, he'd run away and he'd come out.
0: Don Callis, yeah. yeah. Wow. And, um,
1: I was listening to, um, the scientific wrestling, uh, guy, Jake. He was talking about, uh, he was eating lunch with his Like He was being funny. He was like, hopefully he didn't, uh, take me out. <laughs> during, like
0: <during laughs> the <of getting> <laughs> Wow! Oh, and He, he
1: tapped uh he tapped uh, Ken Shamrock twice as well,
0: too. Oh man! I remember I remember uh, him too, Ken Shamrock. Hmm. Ken Shamrock, wow. yeah. yeah, uh, I mean, yeah my, 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 man, that's crazy! Uh, yeah, that's crazy! Yeah, I got I got one. Yeah, I'm not gonna call it, but um, oh, I got one. Um. Y'all remember the Midnight Riders? Dusty Rhodes and with the Magnum T.A. They were coming to those all yeah. black, the masks, whatever.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The Midnight Riders, is that, is Midnight, that Riders yeah. the Midnight Riders, yeah. Midnight Riders, yeah. Where they would come in. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going way back. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I remember when the Midnight Rider first showed up. They had the feud with Kevin Sullivan, right? And they mm-hmm. had like a cage match. With the Midnight Rider and a masked guy named Lucifer, and Lucifer, of course, was Kevin Sullivan, right? And like oh, whoever man. won the match, like whoever won the match, would they get to unmatch the other person, right? And, wow. and that was that was just crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: Midnight Rider versus Lucifer. And I think it was a cage wow. match or something. If it was. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. Because I know that cause is I know crazy. a few times. I know a few times the Midnight Rider. I'm not uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The Midnight Riders—they did some su- surprise visits on the Four Horsemen, if I'm, if I'm right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, on four, on oh four, yeah. On the Four Horsemen, they were they were pop up yeah. on the Horsemen. Uh huh. And I'm and I'm he right. they looked very intimidating.
2: Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and 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 Dusty doing Midnight Rider was oh man, priceless. it was. <laughs> Megan Ma- T was the other person, right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, and wow. uh, I, I think they did some earlier in Florida where him and Barry Windham were like meeting the Midnight Riders, or or either it was no, I, I'm thinking Yellow Dog because uh, Barry Wyndham used to be Yellow Dog, then like later on WCW Brian Pillman was the Yellow Dog and all that. But Yellow Dog was kind of wow. like the Midnight Rider thing only, It was. obviously know, oh, okay. dressed in yellow. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah,
0: it's, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. I Midnight. Mean, right, I'm going to call it a night. Call it right. I'm going to call it Steve a night, i Steve really, Logan. Yeah, I enjoyed talking to you guys. Um, and y'all have a great night. I love you guys, and take care. We'll see you hopefully next week on WCW Retro. Love you too, brother. With this stroll. Love you, brother. <laughs> love you, Steve. Love you, Maestro. Love you, too, brother. All right, take, all right, take, it, take care. All right.
2: Take Good care, All right.
0: You have too. a good rest Bye-bye.
2: of the
0: week. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you,
2: sir. You too, my and Steve. Take care. Yeah, that was Mr. Hollywood, everybody. got yep. Some good picks. I, I mean that writer, man, gosh, I didn't forgot to throw that name in the mix. Gosh. Pretty pretty that's pretty wild. Um I would have to say well, along those lines, you know, back in the day, you remember you know, we're the uh Dungeon of Doom, of course, uh along you know, Kevin Sullivan back then had the Army of Darkness with him and uh a bunch of characters. Uh mainly one of his main ones was obviously Mark Lewin, the Purple Haze. Remember him, Steve? Yeah, Mark Lewin. Yeah. Yeah, he was a he was a big intimidating guy. Mark Lewin. Uh, remember the vignette they did with on the beach with Sullivan and um woman. Nancy Slash Woman were where the purple haze was just, would come out of the water, <laughs> literally come to right. shore. It was one of the most amazing vignettes I've ever seen. And for that time, I mean, it looked so good. I mean, there was no CGI or anything. I mean, it was just straight up just primal, as, as you can get <laughs> as far as uh, the footage. But I mean, it, it, it was just done so well. And if it, him had come out of the water like that and they're, you know, they put the like the purple robe on them, donned him pur- the purple haze and everything. That that was just wow, It was amazing.
1: You know, um I was thinking about Gangrell. I thought it would even be a bad yeah, name. Yeah, Gangrel. Uh, mm-hmm. Gangrel was definitely one of the coolest wrestlers, but um I think legit scary uh pretty nasty. he'd bite into people. Like he was an empire.
2: Right. Oh man, I Gangrel. i You know they they started really good there for a while. I don't know what uh, it's like. It was like he was just getting astride. I, 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 you
1: know
2: what I mean.
1: I think it's, it's I think it's the network in Vince because Vince even Gangrel said openly that Vince wasn't a fan of the vampire character, but he booked it so but um yeah and then I think he said that joining with the Ministry of Darkness kind of shortened the brood which I can see. But um
2: mm-hmm. I think I think
1: it would have been money as they really went with it longer.
2: Right. Gosh it it if, if Vince only knew yeah. how popular the goth and would have gotten later on. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and,
1: and obviously Edge was a fan of it because he kept using it recently.
2: Right. The,
1: uh, the vampire entrance. Um And obviously the popularity of Blade, you would think they'd play off of that. They did with Triple H, but in um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: the third Blade movie, but Trinity, but... Um, I think it would have been perfect for that time. The Blade movies are out.
2: Could could you imagine Gangrel in one of those Blade movies? That'd be amazing.
1: Yeah, it would be cool. I've I've heard rumors that they're trying to make another one, but um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's any issues. But
2: there's. Right.
1: I think they're still in production.
2: Oh, okay. That's cool. Um. God, I would have loved to see like someone like Vampiro do something with Gangrel. that would been amazing.
1: Yeah, I think there's, I think there was heat there, but had they. Uh, oh really? They okay. Work, I think I think that would have been, I think that would have been cool for sure. Mhm. Either, either oh, like, yeah. two against each other as a, as a team.
2: Right. But yeah, can you could you imagine the Brood versus the Ministry? Oh man. That'd be tremendous.
1: Oh for sure. And Ron Simmons was in that group, he's probably one type of thrust he's yeah. well.
2: Just his voice on and
1: just his size. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Oh him and, and his, yeah, him and Bradshaw, APA, man. What a team. Mm-hmm.
1: They look cool too.
2: Right. Right. Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, that's another intimidating team. I and mean, we were talking about intimidating teams earlier with the Road Warriors, I mean, APA is right up there.
1: And kind of like uh, when Steve Austin changed character, like, APA got really cool when they were doing the backstage mm-hmm. segments. They could be like right. entertaining, but also on a on a sweat
2: you know, start a fight. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, APA man. Yeah, they they're, they're amazing. They're, um. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Oh gosh, uh, de- I forgot. To, Demolition man. Jeez. Yeah. The other team. In the past. that was intimidating,
1: one of the best wrestling themes too that time
2: right, right, oh yeah, yeah, yeah their song their theme song was a banger, <laughs> it was really good mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really good, and you know they had the, the the headdresses over them in their entrances, right, and I always thought right that they they got the idea. Somehow got the idea for the headdresses from uh, these characters in uh, uh, the movie Beastmaster. The the villain the villain army in the Beastmaster were called the Juns, and they had the headdresses just like Demolition used to wear on, when they come out to the ring, right? And I always thought that somehow they got that idea for the headdresses from the movie Beastmaster, the Juns and everything. May or may not, but it just looked. They look very similar, right? The headdresses. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, what a team.
1: I have to mention the Killer Cross, the Carrying Cross, uh,
2: especially
3: his
1: NXT oh, yeah. work. Yeah. And, uh, some of his independent work. Like, just the, vi- the vignettes, the videos he'd make. Really good. Mm-hmm. Really eerie. Um, uh, and right. I like how he was kind of, like, brought into NXT and kind of like, uh, apocalyptic. And the package right. with Scarlett was great, too.
2: Oh, the NXT one was amazing. That's the amazing. theme
1: song was great. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just they were using that old, uh, Jim Johnson song at the end. It was near. Right. It sounded kind of like Doors-esque, Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, that that was a good song when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I think they they, yeah. they they brought it out during the the alliance war with WWE. Remember that?
1: Yeah, I remember I mean, it being used for Armageddon.
2: Right, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, Cross and Scarlett can do more in the the main event roster. You know what I mean?
1: I thought it was an interesting finish with the pepper spray.
2: Yeah, didn't you see it getting in Cross's eyes, too? And she had to wipe his eyes because it got in his eyes, too. (laughs) (laughs) Evidently, when when Cross made the cover on McIntyre after he got pepper sprayed, evidently some of it got in his eyes, too, and he had to, like. Mm gets girl to help him out yeah i hope you know, I, do I, I, some good good with them, you know
1: um if they had been in WWE at the same time i, I would have seen alistair black either face off or team up uh carrying cross i think oh, alistair good. malachi black uh, i think he's more scarier and he, I mean, he's got the black mist and you have like a group with them but uh I think mm-hmm. the, the Dark Father persona I thought had a lot of potential, but then he got released. That's why I got so frustrated. Like, I was really yeah. only interested in this, in this character and, like, just get cut and like, after that long day. Oh, yeah. And then, um, I would have loved to have seen him face off with Muda there when Muda showed up. Miss, uh, oh, that'd be great! Matthews. Boy,
2: they, miss, that they, miss, they big missed they missed the opportunity there. Match. They yeah. really missed the opportunity there. <laughs>
1: I'm hoping I'm hoping they because Black is still the contract, and so I, I believe Matthews uh, is so I think there's still a chance, but they like yeah. come back to it. Yeah, that that would be a really good matchup. For sure. Oh,
2: uh, oh, absolutely! I mean, think it'd be amazing. It'd be really amazing. Um, gosh, I wonder now what's going to happen with the whole House of Black thing. Now, are they are they going to still be together? You think they're going to like, well, split off?
1: I assume because they have the trademark, they're going to try to keep it. But right. The rumor is what I heard is that Matthews had these issues, issues. And, uh, I think Black is just taking some time off. But um, it seems like they haven't split up him and uh, Brody King and Julian yet. So I think they're just going to backburn it and then bring it back when they're both ready. Right.
2: Yeah, because so. yeah, they were just getting their stride, you know what I mean? I just... <laughs>
1: And it, it, the timing is just so weird too, because with the whole elite CM Punk drama, the lead snap there, You'd, I think they'd be great to go against, you know, the trios titles. With the Bucks yeah. not there, I think Black could fill that void, even though know, there's Moxley and Brian there. I think right. I think Brian Danielson and uh, Matty Black would be a great Combo, Black will Capital Club, House of Blacks.
2: Right. I was really hoping they were going to get the trio's titles, the House of Black.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be great for them.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They've already,
1: they, they have history with that triangle, too.
2: Right. Right. All right. It, it, it may very well could happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, I hope so. I'll then get back together and get things going again. Because uh, yeah, I, I really think A, A like you said, AEW really needs them right now.
1: Yeah, I think they can go and i
2: And I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks and Omega eventually will be back. Oh, sure. Yeah. That well, as far as CM Punk, I'm not really sure about him. I don't know what's going on with him, but.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I know they'll, they'll probably more likely be back, Bucks and Omega.
1: I got a question. Um, sure. If you were able, able to use Papa Stroh on w who do you think you would have feuded with or worked with?
3: Oh, God. Ooh. i could see
1: Papa Shreve being in Dungeons of doom but i'm wondering like,
2: what would you think uh in general oh god that's that's a that's a good one um you you had you had you, well you had some really cool groups at the time you had uh um you had ravens flock um, mm-hmm. you had uh, Heck, he had Latino World Order at one time. I don't know if you call that, but um, of course, obviously, NWO was around. Um, the Horsemen. Um, I would say, I, I would have, I would have loved to have done more with uh, Piper, honestly. If given the chance, right? Yeah, Piper, that's cool. yeah. He, 'cause I, I I you know what I mean?
1: Believably crazy. I, right. I think that would have would have been interesting how do you it, a, it would have been a lot on it to work with.
2: Yeah. And it, it because you usually with a you know, with a usually you would uh find someone that would be totally opposite of you to kind of mesh together. You know what I mean? To a good story yeah. and and with piper he's he would you know he would be the yin to the yang but at the same time he would you'd be a cra- be crazy enough to kind of put some excitement into the mix right <laughs>
1: for sure and
2: it's been great promos for sure right the promo work alone would have been tremendous yeah I
1: was to this in
2: and yeah, you know, probably a few with the horsemen would have been probably cool at the time.
1: Paper against the horsemen.
2: No, well, just you know, if, if, that, if I was part of the, like a dungeon of doom, having a few with the horsemen, that'd be kind of cool. Oh
1: yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, Brian Bowman, Loose Cannon.
2: Doing something with oh, uh,
1: a poplar would have been interesting.
2: I would have loved to have done some some stuff with him. Oh God, Pillman was a genius. Just a genius.
3: <laughs> now, he,
2: was, Pillman, he, he still thought outside Pillman. of the box, right? Yeah. He still thought outside of the box. He's a lot yeah. like uh, Pillman was a lot like Bray is today. Just uh, he's just a creative genius, right? And I, I know even Hunter Triple H has, has talked about that, where there were times that he would have to slow Wyatt down because Wyatt was like creatively, he was all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: think – what did you think? I didn't I didn't hear you on Tuesday. So what did you think about Bray Wyatt's return on Extreme like, <laughs>
2: Oh, it was amazing. The production was just off the charts. And I I loved how they did it where you just thought the pay-per-view was going to go off the air and you see nothing about Bray or the White Rabbit, right? And all of a sudden, the lights go out and you see these random, the random Bray White characters in human form, (laughs) like cosplaying form throughout the arena. And you see the videos of the old Firefly Fun House, all ransacked and everything, and you see the the television come on, and then you see this big door, the homage to uh, Brody Lee, if you will,
3: right, and it opens and the, up, uh, and
2: there is Bray with the lantern, right, with the mask.
1: Yeah.
3: It was
2: amazing, just amazing. Yeah. It's,
1: it's- One of the best segments
2: they've done in in recent years, and And what a pop there in Philly! What a pop in Philly that was! If 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 they'll let Bray be Bray, man, I I, think they're they're sitting on money with him, hands down. I guess we have
1: to wait for them to set up a
2: few. And uh, speaking of the White Six. Now, I'm wondering if he's gonna have his all of his characters form a group you know that we saw right and um I'd be
1: wonder easy. if it's gonna be wonder if it's gonna be already wrestler signed or bringing it in a new talent, or possibly go to Dallas playing a because there's that big group I think there's about him coming back.
2: And, and have Wyatt be like the ringleader of the White Six?
1: I mean, they could they could bring back uh, Eric Redbeard, or two.
2: Yeah, because
1: he's not signed anywhere.
2: It, it'd be interesting to do that. You see wrestling versions of his characters, you know, like Husky the Pig and <laughs> the Buzzard and uh, Abigail and everybody. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's almost like a Primus video concept.
2: Right. That that would be amazing. And yeah, I'm, all he all he did Monday in Raw was show a vignette, same rebel who you are.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, SmackDown, he's supposed to be like tomorrow night. He's supposed to be uh, returning tomorrow night too. So. Mm-hmm. He, be cool. What he has to do, what he be doing tomorrow night on SmackDown. All right. Yeah, but yeah, I'm digging it so far. I mean, it's it's great. I'm, I'm glad he's back with them. I just don't know if he had went anywhere else. I don't know it would have been as, as good, honestly, mm-hmm. creatively. Because it's like the WWE creative man. they're no matter how good or bad things are in WWE, their creative has always been spot on. Like the production people and everything.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say production is, is big enough for that white character.
2: Mm hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy he's back there and you know, now they got we got this new regime in charge, you know, I'm I'm excited to see what he can do with it. And there's another Guy that could challenge Roman for the title too, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it could. I mean, be a spectrum with them, and that would keep the bloodline uh, equalized. Six
2: Yeah, see now that the bloodline's got some numbers there, yeah, I could very well see them feuding with uh the White Six.
1: Because they're they're already making Roman look sympathetic anyways with this Sami Zayn story.
2: Right. That whole deal is like one of the best things they got going right now. I think. In all of WWE, the whole bloodline story they got going to Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And Sami's so over right now. Oh my god. Right. Yeah, I wonder where, I wonder where it makes you wonder where all this is going to lead up to. Yeah. So you know we'll see what see see what happens. He, I'm I'm I think eventually him and I'm really somehow I think him and Kevin Owens I think going to end up being eventually be together back together.
1: Right,
2: But, I mean, here lately, both Raw and SmackDown sales have been really good. What about Liv? Did you see what happened to Liv after her match with Rousey? No. And she was like... She was like... Even when she was tapping out, she was, like, smiling. And it, oh, it yeah. was like... Yeah.
1: When she was... Passing out,
2: yeah. Right. I wonder if this uh, is going to be some kind of new character with with her coming out soon, you think?
1: I think um, it'd be interesting to see if they bring back or in that direction because it, it would seem like they're going backwards with that, but. I think Alexa right. wanted to work with Wyatt for, like, a long time, even before they did that. So it would be interesting if she yeah. plays the witch again.
2: Yeah. Because, I mean, up to this point, Alexa's just been kind of there, basically.
1: <laughs> right.
2: So, now that Br- Bray's back, you know, we'll see. She'll get try to get back together with him.
1: I would have loved to have seen Nikki Cross get a turn and, and go back to that Sanity NXT version of Cross or just have oh, that Ray thing. turn her. Right. She was the closest they had to a Daphne character. They kind of yeah. made her into a cartoon character, but her NXT work right. I thought was great.
2: God, can you imagine if she would have been Sister Abigail?
1: <laughs> I think, uh... Um, oh, so speaking of scary wrestlers, Luna Vachon.
2: Luna Vachon, yes. Ah, uh, yeah, even, you're talking about intimidating.
1: Even, even gang girls scared her when they first started training.
2: Right. Yeah, Luna, man. I remember, uh, Right before she started the whole Luna Fashan crazy gimmick deal, uh, remember the remember the deal? I don't know if you watch this in the old Florida Championship Wrestling days, right? Remember the lady that Kevin Sullivan slapped on TV? She was supposed <laughs> to be someone's sister. That was that was Luna Fashon, right? And Luna right. Luna told Luna told Kevin. So you better you better make it good or I'm gonna kick your ass, right?
3: <laughs> right.
2: So it, it looked great. Oh my god! And then she ended up joining Sullivan's army of darkness, and, and she created the Luna Vashon look that we know know now. And yeah, yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, it is. See, Sullivan was had a, lo- a lot of influence in Luna. With her look and everything, yeah, yeah. She she had one tough customer. Man, I I remember watching a match on Raw with her one time. Her and Sherry Martel. Man, they're all. And little. she was
1: called scary <laughs> Sherry at some
2: uh, at, at times, yeah. Right. And and there's no, she was yeah scary Sherry at one time. Man, she was a. And very intimidating as well. thought it oh, was yeah.
1: that she would get involved in matches and like she was taking bumps from the men in the Hogan Flair case match.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, it was just those matches were like handicap matches because you you wrestle Flair he might as well wrestle Sherry too, right? Yeah. <laughs> And, and you know her and the Macho Man when doing the the King Macho King Macho and Queen Cherry bit.
1: Yes, yeah, those were uh, some great vignettes from.
2: Oh yeah. I, I, she was even intimidating uh, Arsenio Hall when she was on the Arsenio Hall show. Remember those those segments where she was on the, the show? And I can
1: see that. Yeah. Ar-
2: and Senior just, you know, he just played it off like, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, great stuff. So, Steve, uh, you got anything coming up? Cool coming up? You want to plug? Man, feel free, go ahead.
1: Um, just some days, uh, pro wrestling interviews, uh, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. dot com find the mm-hmm. links on Twitter as well, but um might be going to the A.W. show North Norfolk coming up. I believe in the 26th, so I have that to look forward to. Uh, okay, cool. Got something in the works mm-hmm. in November that I'll probably uh, uh-huh. announce when I get to it, but some,
2: okay. some fun
1: stuff to look forward to for sure.
2: Oh, nice, nice, nice. Who's all gonna be on that show you're going to?
1: Uh I didn't see any I didn't see any card or wrestlers announced yet, but if I do I'll I'll definitely
2: let you know. Um oh, please do. Uh, I need
1: I need to look into
2: it. Here. Awesome. Awesome. Uh you have any guests lined up for Sunday for a personal interview Sunday?
1: No, but um we had some good interviews uh weeks ago with uh George Berman Jr. and uh George Francis and VCW and just uh I think George Berman Jr. was one of my favorite interviews on that show. Um but so nice. next Up for wrestling actually yeah, next up, for wrestling is their next show in New Yorktown, Virginia on December tenth. So I'll be looking mm-hmm. forward to that and I like can get down that line.
2: Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome.
1: They had hit, they had hit <laughs> a, a, a <laughs> At the uh, other show that they had, Sunny Kiss George Burbank, was George Roman Oh,
2: okay. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool. Is Sunny Kiss still part of that faction, the AW? Yeah,
1: I haven't seen a lot of uh, Truthbusters or Sunny Kiss lately, but uh, that's mm-hmm. what I heard. Sunny was like kind of a villain lately.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I w I wasn't sure if she was still with that click or not. But um I mean last yeah. time I saw the Kiss It was part of the that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that's that's cool. That's cool. Um yeah. but uh Yeah, well shoot. Um uh, uh,
0: speaking of it uh Go ahead. Ronda yeah. Rousey
2: yeah. Oh, man.
1: She's been, her run in WWE has been great. And I like that she wore the pink D jacket, too. I was sober and I was right. Well.
2: You know, this, this, her latest run here has been really good, I think. hmm Yeah. I'm interested to see where where she's going to go from here. Now she's the champion, again, who who will be her next challenger. I'm, I'm really hoping someone like uh, Baszler.
1: Yeah, you know, against each other as a tag team. Right. Sure. I think yeah. Shana also is very intimidating and legit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it means somebody different from the same old challengers, right? They usually put with Ronda, so. Right. I, I just, I just, like I said, I just hope it's somebody different. I mean, I would like... Be cool but, you know Rodriguez challenger for the title or some or somebody new
1: yeah Raquel Gonzalez
2: Gonzalez yeah yeah she's great and strong oh my god that, that lady's so strong did you see the photo of her picking up Braun Strowman that one time
1: no but I can believe it.
2: <laughs> yeah he <laughs> picked him up like he was a child like wow <laughs> That'd be cool, but yeah, Ron is great, man. You know, I I saw the footage where she got pissed at the security people, right, and started beating them up from way back, right. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I'm I'm thinking, you know, if if she really wanted to, she could take all these people out. <laughs> no problem. <Ooh. laughs>
1: Speaking of that, <laughs> damn the beast, Sovereign. Yes. Oh.
2: Dan, wow, yeah, you, you're talking about the champion at
1: the time too during the Institute Right.
2: Area. He
1: even had thoughts about uh, taking people out during the Royal Rumble, but remained professional. But like he would tell stories like that.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Dan could pretty much do what he wanted to do,
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. you know. Like, uh, like a Harley
3: race for sure.
2: Oh 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 yeah, and but you know, like you said, he's he's a classic guy, real lower class act. So thank God. I mean, having having a guy like Dan upset w- would not be a good thing. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's another dream match besides. Haku or I, I, Shamrock, I, I, like Dan, be in Broncos, Lesnar.
2: Oh, it'd be tremendous! I, I I used to spar Dan, right? And uh, I, I can tell you firsthand, he's he, he's one tough hombre. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: wish I'd asked know about him because I was there during the UFC events with Dan on
2: the team. Right. Oh yeah. Speaking of, do you remember the match that H- Haku, well, when he was Ming, when he had a match with uh, Regal, in WCW at one point. And, I think there was uh, one of them, and it, it wasn't long, but it was intense. No, no. but yeah, it, it never, never really, it never really came to a decision either because it was just broken up. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Haku that's- went. Haku went for his death grip and, and Regal was just tagging him with, with palm strikes. <laughs> that was nuts.
1: Finley's another one, too. When Regal met
2: Finley. Finley. Oh, God, when, Finley, when yeah. Rigo
1: was just good. When Regal just got started, he was, he'd see Finley beat up. Um, the rest of us wanted to fight on Finley. would screw them out. Every,
2: Every time they would put Regal and Finley together we were all sitting around and watched the monitor. Like it was it was like the main event. because basically it was. <laughs>
1: yeah, to, Tony Cervani went record or he said that that was the match with Regal Finley uncensored.
2: Oh, the uncensored match was uh, amazing. Oh my gosh. And right. <laughs> the com the commentary alone, oh my god. You had Dusty and Bobby Heenan and Oh, Tony and <laughs> amazing. Um... Yeah, yeah. You don't see much as like that much these days. I, with except, the closest I've seen as as have been Gun, Gunther and um, Sheamus. Yeah, for sure. I think the closest see? besides besides mm-hmm. that
1: was also Gunther and Illian Dragonov. That was intense. Uh,
2: Oh, yes, that was. Oh, my God. That was intense. Oh, man. Yeah, did you see the six-man tag for Extreme Rules, for the Brutes, and Imperium? Yeah, it was, it was like okay. a bar themed party. It was amazing. My God. that was. I, and I was like, how in the heck in, anybody in that car is going to top this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. They even alluded to that on commentary, too. Like, first match of the night
2: right I mean gosh I mean they did literally everything I mean it was it was amazing and, and Seamus God he's so this is probably one of Sheamus' best runs I think in a long time
1: yeah I think putting him with a group really works and, and Pete Dunn I think is um, going to get a rub from it too um, if they slowly bring him back to the Bruiserweight look yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a really great for
2: Seamus. And I'm glad Pete Dunn's allowed to be Pete Dunn now. Thank God. Right. <laughs> but it was so good. God, I, after the match, I was like, well, shoot, I, I feel like I just watched the main event. <laughs> it was nuts. Exactly. But yeah, I've, I've been digging shame, the Seamus-Gunther feud. Gosh. Yeah, give me give me more of that, please. (laughs) Yeah, perfect
1: perfect uh, pairing.
2: So yeah, I'm, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad to give him more prestige, if you will, to both the IC and United States Championships. It's refreshing.
1: Agreed. I think the only thing that compares to this crawling brutes run is. Uh, sorrow and Shameless muting, and then becoming the bar.
2: Right, right, right. And you know, and the, the match—the match with Seth, the Seth and um, Lashley was really good the other night. Um, I
1: know Brock Lesnar got involved uh, before the match took place. Mhm. So I
2: guess we have a to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. But you know, this is you know this sets up for uh, Cody's return. Actually, I think with Seth being the U.S. champ.
1: That's exactly. I didn't even think about that. That's true. The American Nightmare.
2: Mhm. So yeah, this this sets up perfectly. For them to reunite their feud later on and have and give Seth a good run as U.S. champ. For sure. Uh,
1: I saw pictures shared online of people pointing out the Shield as championships like all three members are on the way down.
2: Yeah, isn't that something? Isn't that cool? They're, they're still pro- as prominent today as they were when they uh, came on the team. Yeah,
1: still on top.
2: And and Moxley, man, what a what a great champ he's turned out to be.
1: Yeah, it was, it's been the summer of Moxley, it's kind of carried
2: the you know, lately. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and 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 it's, it, you know Moxley's really stepped it up, it, and it's, it's great. At the time, it couldn't be any better, especially with all the craziness going on right now.
1: Yeah, he he was one of those guys in the WWE too that worked for like the most matches of the year, so I think it has been mm-hmm. a good asset for them. Just re-sign with them too.
2: Right, and is uh, yeah, Renee just his wife just signed with him.
1: Yeah, that's good for her. They're yeah, I hope they need more I, media people to work with.
2: Right, and you know, I hope they do with her what. WWE started with her when she had her own show. Remember that? That, that, um, show, that show was really good. It was really good. She did a really good job of that. And I think ha- having Renee having her own show with them would be a, like a, a, a talk segment show. Like, would be really cool.
1: She could possibly take over the AEW podcast or just have like uh, her sessions uh, show kind of be like. Uh... And add
2: on to E.W. as well. Oh, well, they they should really. That, that'd be great because she's really good at that. Sure. That that would be tremendous. And you know, she would do a good in commentary too. But then again, you got like how many people in commentary? Now? <laughs> it's, they got a lot of people in commentary.
1: Right. I guess it could interchange them.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, that that would be that would be a smart thing. That would be a smart, but that's that, that's great though. I mean, it's I great think that Renee, all the field maps. mm-hmm. Renee. I think
1: once Page, once Renee and Paige do it, I think they'd be a good Kate, uh interview, either for her own podcast or for E.W.
2: Yeah, it'd be great. The Paige hasn't already done it. Yeah, if Renee if Renee gets a show going, it, you know, Soraya should be one of her first people. For sure. Yeah, we and, go and speaking of you know, Soraya, you know, I mean, good for if if she's clear, if it's rumors true, she's clear to wrestle. Good for her. Agreed. <laughs> and she could do them a lot of good. A W, Soraya. Yeah, she's
1: she's got so many years of experience, despite how young she is. Um, yep. with WWE and independence.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 at before that. She, you know, she can actually get back in the ring and do do things.
1: I want to see her in there with uh, Serena the Deed, because they're both oh, very well seasoned.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and and I don't still to this day, I mean, Serena Deeb, you know, she's done she's done some good things already, but I still don't think they've done enough with her, you know what I mean? Because she's so good in the ring. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see her get more title matches or I know she just had one killing storm, on, but at some point she could kinda of be that champion to put it on another at, at some point. So
2: what? So what's the story with the women's championship? Is uh, Is Rosa coming back, or what's Have you heard anything?
1: Nothing. Just that uh, Rosa hasn't been vacated yet. I've, I think I think it would have been greater if they vacated it, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Kind of the elephant in the room. I, just, I haven't heard anything recently about it.
2: Yeah, me, me neither. Um, well, if that's the case, then you might as well let Tony be the champ. you know what I mean? If that's,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I don't know. I don't know why the whole story with Rosa. Why she's.
1: I just assumed Rosa has my issues, if that's serious. You know, at some point, they're the gonna have to make it, and just yeah. Worse make Tony official champion.
2: Right, right. But uh yeah. So who do you think is gonna be uh gonna be the main challenger for Tony's title going forward? You think it'll be Brit again or you think it'll be uh hater or somebody else?
1: I think Britt's got the match at Soraya, so they could just do a tag match for against mm-hmm. Soraya and Tony, and like that Britt and Jamie, but uh, I'd love to see David Hader get shot. I don't think she'll beat Tony Storm right away, but I'd love to see David Hader get right. shot. She got a good reaction uh, when she was just out, out there with Paige and Refuting Jamie Heater who's getting a lot of reaction.
2: right yeah well
1: is uh, I think, no, she, could not, be, not, I not think she could be I think she could be I think she could be like that Batista of uh, the women's division where she where Batista turned that triple H and he got the big rope. Right. I think they can do that for Jamie
2: Heater. yeah yeah that would be good that would be good so what's going on with the TBS title? It, did Nyla Rose steal the title and she become champ? I mean, I didn't know what happened with that.
1: Uh, I I heard that she stole it, but I don't think she's officially champion.
2: Oh, um, I gotcha. Okay.
1: Maybe maybe this is their their way of turning Jade into a fan favorite. Nyla's the mm-hmm. villains with this, but. Um, yeah, I just assume
2: Jade's not going to lose to Nyla. If they wanted to make a yeah. beast they could have her beat Jade, but I think she's just another boss to be to beat. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't sure if she broke the the streak that Jade had or what. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so just more or less an angle, I guess, running with her and yeah. Nyla. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, uh, it's been a great show. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, everybody that's called in. And thank you, everyone listening. Uh, you guys, you could do yourselves and each other. And uh, have a great rest of the week and weekend. And we'll see you guys next Thursday. And uh, we'll have another cool topic to talk about. Just keep an eye on social media, and I'll, I'll be announcing it soon. And with that, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll close out with some games. Um, Go ahead. Have you heard
1: anything about uh, the hybrid premiere? Uh, I know it's going to be in national, but any plans for it?
2: Yeah. I, I think it's sometime in November, I believe, that they're having mm-hmm. it. Yeah,
1: that uh, would be early November. I think the 6th, maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that first weekend, November, mm-hmm. I think. On a Sunday, I believe. I believe it's a Sunday. I'll have double-check, but... But, yeah, if you get a chance to check it out, man, it it was really good. Pretty well done. Good stuff. But, uh, yeah, be looking out for hybrid soon. (laughs) But uh, I think we'll close out tonight with some gang grill. (laughs) Sounds pretty cool. Sounds good. But you guys... Sounds cool. Well, we'll be back next Thursday for sure. So, guys, uh, see you then, and uh, have a great rest of the week and weekend. God bless. Talk soon.